0: Hi, everyone. This is your girl, Nikita, and welcome to the Perfectly Powerful You podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Perfectly Powerful You podcast. It's a special day today. I am here with Kim Leckie, one of my very good friends, and it's a special time because we're doing this together for the first time when normally I am solo by myself, but now I'm here on inspiration from you. Thank you very much for just suggesting it for today on this beautiful sunny day. But I would love, because we're all in empowerment here, and you are someone who I'm very, very inspired by, by someone who has her own business, who is very much channeling her own independent, powerful nature. But I would love for you to talk a little bit about yourself or whatever you'd love to share that feels inspiring to you, but also talk about your business, Sea Woven. And then we can jump right into some content with, Whatever just comes up, I would like it to be free-flowing and um, just all about, of course, the nature of this podcast, which is just empowerment and channeling. What it means to just be perfectly part of you. Well, thank you, Nikita. It's a
1: pleasure. Your first guest. Oh, well, um, where to start with the journey that is seawoven? My... Passion is fiber, is textiles, and I love to touch. Um, it started from when I was in fashion school in Toronto on Queen Street, going through the fiber shops. That was my favorite part of the process of designing, thinking out the roles of, of fabric that were my favorite, from color and textures and interesting patterns or qualities to the fabrics and that really translated well down the line to materials like um, very interesting wools or texturized uh, cotton rope Um, and it really I think translates into my work but um, I traveled in my youth and after university I shipped off to Costa Rica and then a little spend some time in Nicaragua where I picked up the row. Um, I didn't have my sewing machine and mm-hmm. there was a big lack with creativity in my life. Um, so I found the rope, which the artisanal uh, makers were building their hammocks with. Mm-hmm. Ooh, super accessible, super cheap. Um, picked up a few rolls of that and started knotting. At the time, macrame was making a comeback, mm-hmm. um, and there was a art warehouse where artists could come. You could learn things from other artists. It was also a beautiful cafe, and so I started by, with some workshops for people. And Just like and that,
0: it filled up.
1: The first one, I I, I didn't. I wasn't <laughs> an artist first. I taught,
0: which is mm-hmm. so funny. Mm-hmm. So you just literally just found this rope. you felt inspired, you found the people, there was just an inspiration for creativity, and then you wanted to do a workshop, and that was that? Yeah, and people wanted to learn. Great job, (laughs) thank you. (laughs) Yeah, that's amazing. And this was in Nicaragua, Nicaragua,
1: yeah, in San Juan del Sur, which is a surf Mm. town, Mm. just on the border of Costa Rica, Mm -hmm. um, where I was teaching at a women's surf camp. Actually, that is the place where I also found out about Topino and oh, where of course he yeah. Yeah, the seeds were planted to um, visit Topino. How um, early on
0: was this? A couple years ago.
1: <laughs> um, I was in Nicaragua in 2018. Mm-hmm. It was when they were having their uh, upheaval in, in their government at the time. Oh, okay. It was quite a gnarly time to be in the country. and, and So right there right there um so the time the, at that time when I had left I was living back in California so I went back to California then did a little trip up to Tofino um for a retreat and it was kind of a time that I wanted to poke around to see if it was a place that I wanted to move to um because for me, California wasn't sustainable, was an American citizen, couldn't legally work, so I wanted to come back, but I didn't want to leave California for anything less than amazing. And I could surf in Tofino, And mm-hmm. so it, it just seemed like a good place and a really beautiful place where uh emerging artists such as myself could thrive. Mm-hmm. And a oh boy is it ever like the amount. I think there's a crazy statistic, oh my gosh, that word. Um on the island itself, it's one in three people are art and is an
0: artist here in town. That really doesn't yep. surprise me. No, yep. it, I I felt that energy immediately when coming here because, well, even before knowing you physically, um, I knew about like I had your inspirations already, like on my uh, mirrors and on my doors. Um, and I really love that you've been able to channel multiple aspects of your creativity while also making it very um accessible for people and even your home like as um, we're just stationed here i'm seeing so many ways that you've been able to turn it into just lovely pieces that people can also like utilize but also admire just on their walls but also uh just be able to find more stuff for them like even the planters like i have one of my own downstairs and i think it's really wonderful that you I, i think the thing that really stands out is that you just tried that, that's the thing, that you you just found something that worked really well with you, that really flowed with you, but then you were just like, I just want to teach others, that's it. So you found a cafe and you set it up and um, I imagine that you didn't have like a full perspective in mind about where you wanted it to go, but you just wanted to share your love and passion. And I really love that. Um, it was also here that you've set up workshops as well that you were doing it for the people here. So you've been able to find a way to not only like, um. Well, travel, and I think it's also something that I love about you that you are you aren't a stagnant person that you love being able to um make your own time. So you just like find places where you're able to set up shop and um, express yourself creatively. But you also um travel a lot, and that's something I like to include. The time and money freedom is very important to me, and it's something that um in being inspired by you and what you do is really lovely to have around especially being literally right next door yeah
1: <laughs> yeah one thing that jumped out that you said was the trying mm. aspect of mm. creativity I think that's a, a big missing part or or something that gets broken with people is they think that you have to be something to, to do it mm. so like they can't call themselves an artist until they're like two years out and they're doing art for for years, but I think it's more about just trying the thing that you want to maybe become or not even having an end goal, just trying the thing that you're called to. You're feeling the inspirational spark, Mm. then you go, you just try it, be a beginner or I don't know don't even think of yourself as a beginner be like yeah I'm already this thing I am a photographer I am a businesswoman I am a fiber artist and then you just be you are it that's that's the secret yeah that's the magical recipe right there
0: mm-hmm. and I like that you when you're saying that you don't really have to have it all figured out and that there's just the aspect of like allowing you to unfold because um, even when you were there, you were saying that you didn't know about Tithina, but it was kind of like a seed that would be planted. And then you came here and you wanted it to be nothing more than exceptional for you. And I think it's really lovely that you had these um, standards of just you want an exceptional life and you didn't allow anything else to um, get in your way besides um just allowing the exceptional life that you were deserving of. And I know that we all, of course, would love the same sort of experience that we channel it in our own ways. And I think it's lovely that, especially when you were going to fashion school, that maybe you had other um, ideas of what you would love, but then you realized there were certain aspects that just kept calling your name. And I think there's something to be said about when something just feels really, really good. Because um, was it something, when you first came here, did you think that you were going to be, like, talking to businesses and having your artwork in all those uh, places, being able to network with people? Because these are all things that you've um, shared with me over the time that we've known each other. And um, I imagine that when you first started in textiles, that it may not have been something that was in mind, or maybe it was. But mm-hmm. uh, what's, because um, your journey is very, or it seems to be very um, fluid. That there has been some structure, for sure, about like a dream and a vision, but that you also allowed things to come your way as they came, and I'm sure more opportunities came up that you had no idea were going to happen, but that they presented themselves to you anyways. Yeah, good um perspective on that.
1: I think of myself as the ultimate um creator in my own life. Mm. So I'm like an artist, not in one medium, but multiple. Mm. And so it's transferable to anything. And it's just kind of the season of life that I'm currently in is where I put the attention and the effort and what comes through. So right now, you know, I've kind of put aside sea woven, which is the fiber art and then move more into the entrepreneur side and the social media and content creating Mm. and put that cap on. And it's just it's just kind of I I take the little um you know ticks that the universe sends me as like tick that ticks that box of fulfillment okay I move more into that realm and then you know it's okay to let one thing go a little bit to put that other cap on for a time see how that feels does it feel good okay continue that way okay is the universe giving you you know, good feedback in the form of monetary um, fulfillment in that realm too, because of course that's the world that we live in and we have to thrive that way too. Um, and tick, okay, I follow that way. Um, and also in the realm of does this serve my community? Does this mm-hmm. serve the world as a whole? And if my creativity can fulfill those things too, I it's like a triple whammy for me. I, I love, love that. So much. Yeah,
0: no, I I I love that you have standards for yourself that you're saying does it tick the boxes. So it's not that. Um, of course, money is something that we would all love to have even more of. Um, and but I also love that you were mentioning does it tick the box of self fulfillment and also for community involvement and being able to provide something that not only just like sparks light and life in your life, but it adds more increase for those around us Mm -hmm. and there was also something that i picked out when you were saying that you would let other things drop in order to pursue something else but you still keep it in mind so in terms of being able to because i know that you honestly every time i find you you're always doing something um just to help keep your hands um busy so to speak but also it's just the way that you express yourself creatively I always find you have something set up and that when you um, you told me that's very meditative for you but that um, you were also now chosen to pursue more of your entrepreneurial side in terms of your um, um, social media stuff and I know that you do that very 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 well for other businesses and I love that you've been able to adopt and you so you put on your cap so you become almost a, you stepped into a different role. And when you're saying you're letting other things drop, it didn't sound like it was um very, what's the word for it? Like finite? No, that you were just trying on something else in order because something else is sparking your interest. But you're allowing that ebb and flow of, this seems really great with me right now. Like I want to pursue this more. And you're like, okay, now I'm going to let that rest, let it simmer. Now something else is calling me, but you're always... Um, seem to be an ebb and flow of just allowing what comes up. So in terms of like how that works for you, did you find that it was easy for you at first to let those things slide? Because I know for myself, being able to pursue multiple aspects of my life, that just call my name up until now. I felt as though I had to be a hundred percent in everything I put myself in. And when I found that I was sliding off of one aspect of my life that um, maybe when I first started it was I was all in, but then something else kind of, um, I allowed myself to pull away from it a little bit to pursue something else. But then there was almost that guilt aspect of not putting my full effort into it. And of course, um, I've learned that it's okay not to be 100% in everything and that it's our choice to put our energy into what we feel like. And that we can always come back to it when we would love, but how does that come up for you? How do you um, find being able to channel those different aspects? Is it, um, yeah, just, is it
1: easy for you? I love it actually. And I think it starts with knowing yourself because this mm. is unique to me. And so I know I, I work a lot with astrology and my, my own chart and I subscribe mm. to that. Um, I take what I love and leave the rest, but I, um, what I notice is I have a lot of air and fire in my chart. So mm-hmm. it's like a lot of passion. You can tell from everything that I work with. I just, I do passion for it. Indeed. And if I'm not passionate about it, then I have to leave it and let it go. Cause mm-hmm. it does not serve. Um And then the air is, you know, I can just like go from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. It's like, yeah, that, that energy. Um, so for me, it's almost as if I work better when I have multiple things on the go Mm. but I've noticed for myself also that if I have the right systems in place then I can actually give the attention that each of those deserve while also flowing in that creativity of feeling like okay now is the, the time even if you think seasonally but in one day or in one week of like okay this is the season right now this is calling me because of like, like you said, the meditation for the weaving is very, like sometimes I just have so much busyness going on in the brain because I'm on, you know, social media so much. Mm-hmm. So that's when I put the phone down and I pick up the weaving. And so in my life, all the things that I have, they balance each other out super well. And that's how I'm able to to do so much. And I think if people maybe give a little bit more grace to themselves in a sense of like, okay, I need to do this right now. no. You, you may need to do it, but it's not going to flow out of you right now because you're forcing. Mm-hmm. Instead, why don't you pick up the thing that you quote unquote could be doing um, um, in your roster of things that would best serve the energies that are flowing with you right now, the inspiration that you're feeling, get that thing done, and then you're going to fill your cup is filled up you have more energy to then move on to the next thing. Mm.
0: I love that very much. I love that you have included so much and allowed yourself the space to be able to have both and. And that's something that I love channeling as well because it's nice to know that you don't have to give anything up, that life is all about abundance. And as long as we choose to focus on lack, there will be lack of time, lack of money, lack of space, lack of anything. But when we allow ourselves the both and. It may not look um, exactly 100%, but I also like that you say that when you're very attuned to yourself, that you recognize that this works well for you, that when your brain feels busy, you're like, okay, I recognize self-awareness. Mm-hmm. And then you channel into something, can I do something that slows my brain down a little bit, something where I can hone in, meditate a little bit in the form of um, just doing textile things and just doing something where you're able to... Channel your creativity, something that um is very much in alignment with you, but you're also able to um, express yourself in that very um, structured way of social media and being able to uh, promote yourself to a wide audience. But it's uh, I love that. Yeah, it's it's nice to know that there is both and, and it's something that I am learning more and more as well to be able to have self awareness with um passionate ideas and it's nice to know that they're like I recognize that there's so many things that are tied together that um but there's also the take what you want leave the rest so you don't have to well you choose what you want to believe you choose what resonates with you and when it feels good it feels good when it doesn't that's okay and the other aspect is Oh, there's so many great things. I love that, that you were able to do that. It's, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm very much in, in love with the fact that you've given yourself so much space to be able to just do anything and everything you'd love to do while also being able to take from your overflow as opposed to give all your energy and then feel like you're left with nothing. But when you're able to go with that flow, and being able to, um, this feels really good right now, and you're like, okay, that's enough of that. Let's move on to something else that feels good. Well, man, that that was hard to find too, mm-hmm. especially with
1: working on social media, and that can be a big block for a lot of people. Um, just managing one account. So mm-hmm. if you, I mean, right now I'm like actively doing, I think six, wow. and so it was very important for me. All the things like you know to have enough time and to not be on the app for too long to you know um keep the it's like the interior exterior shit that it just compiles onto you it's a lot so to be able to put up those boundaries mm-hmm. on your, your own psyche is is um definitely a lot of work mm-hmm. um and I yeah, I I would really love to continue working with maybe people and putting a structure around how people can work with um unblocking certain aspects um that it's hard for them to work with social media because mm. I'm sure that there's a lot but social media can be used as such a great tool um in our day and age and it's almost like a portfolio like uh, it can it can show so much to people um and get people to find you. That's the biggest thing. If, if you have a great product or a great business idea or whatever it is, but nobody can find it, mm. then it's dead in the water. Mm. And I really, really, really want to help people, especially in my community, um, because we have so many entrepreneurs here, get past those blockages mm. so that they can thrive. Doing it themselves, too, because I also recognize that um to get somebody else to do it is another thing that you're paying every month. Although there is a great return on it if done properly, but um there are some people out there that would be very inspired or could very capably take it over themselves for their own business, mm. but they don't know where to start or what have you. Um, and that's where I kind of want to lead in with the runaway brunette down the line. Instead of just managing accounts, I want to teach people how to manage their own accounts and get past those blockages
0: for themselves. Mm. That's wonderful. Well, especially since there's something about the community involvement where you have um, a very special and unique talent and skill that you're um, able to share with others. But at the same time, you're able to offer the expansion for other people where you can help empower them to feel well in alignment with doing it themselves should they love but at the same time there's also that um again I'll say community involvement where we're not actually doing it all by ourselves Mm -hmm. and that's something that I'm continuing to learn and grow into as well that it's actually far more beneficial when we're able to ask for help when we um, acknowledge where we would love to put out boundaries and put up, uh, rather put up boundaries, that's something that stood out to me, that being able to have boundaries not only between, like, your work and play life, but also just between um, social media and your, well, the real life, yeah. apart from the internet, because I'm so thankful for the internet, it has really expanded so many things. But at the same time, there's something about living in the present space with like the here and the now and like your body and your breath and um, just the, the space you're in. And it's wonderful that you're able to and I'd love for you to touch on more how you manage those boundaries on a daily basis, how you came to find if there's any sort of structure that you put in. Do you have an agenda? Do you like a calendar? Um, where do you find that? Is it just like an internal dialogue kind of boundary or um, like intuition? Like how do you, how did you find those boundaries and continue to uh, reaffirm them uh, within your um, this work-life balance? I love this question. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Resources are so important. Um, and, you know, seeing other people doing it and, and making that connection of how can I then do that is very important. So I, just came out of my Saturn return, and it was all to do with my um, daily rituals and activities. And I found that if I did not do the things that fill up my cup, aside from work, because I'm a very work-driven person, I love work, um, I can just get so... Um, what's the word, when you're just completely burnt out. I would just get extremely, extremely burnt out. So it starts with the morning, a very sacred time for me. Um, And it also happens to be the time when it's best to post. So that, for me, was my biggest challenge of the balance between having a sacred morning and not looking at my phone straight, straight away of first, you know, breathing. I think breathing for me, sitting in a chair, putting... Some incense, lighting some incense, having a warm cup of um, hot lemon water before anything else, before any coffee, um, is the utmost. If I can start out my day with that, then I'm I'm really okay. <laughs> my mind is clear and my um, gut is happy, and those two things for me is um, what keeps me keeps me insane um an agenda agenda if anybody is a visual person or a tactile person is the number one thing for me and if it's not written in the agenda then it doesn't get done i think that started from um elementary school we were i don't know i'm from ontario originally i had an agenda too yeah. for sure <laughs> we were given the agendas yeah and that that was huge and then in university they gave us the first day of school they gave us a laminated giant calendar that you could write on and then erase and for projects because fashion school believe it or not is had more workload than that on engineers in in, uh, at Ryerson University okay so it was it was hectic. And and that's how I learned how to juggle 15 billion projects at one time. <laughs> and it was yeah. by writing, writing them down and prioritizing. Mm-hmm. Prioritizing is my favorite word daily. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I only have so much time in a day. Um, I need to get X, Y, and Z done today. And how am I going to do that? And so mm-hmm. I put it, I write it, time slot it out. If you need to, time slot your breaks um, and your play. It's very important for me to write in what I'm doing that day, that week, as far as play. Mm.
0: I yeah. love that very much. Yeah, yeah. I well, one the um, being able to have your priorities. Um, I love doing that when I'm at the bakery as well. So there are certain things where it's high priority, and when I get those big chunks done, and I'm like nice. But then if there's other things where I'm like, oh, bonus, like right on top, like on my top of the game, I'm on my schedule, and I can do other things if I would love, but also that you schedule and play, mm-hmm. that's something that I started to do as well, that as long as I give my time, um, I do like little meditation breaks, um, so because if it's in my schedule, then I actively tell my brain, this is a time where it's just me time for rest, but also for play, like what would I love to do that um, really, um, well, that I can just channel my inner child, yeah. just have some fun, because Even though we're in a culture of um, work, that really, of course, it's like a socially constructed concept that um, we can also just be and enjoy living in these bodies, that we can enjoy play. And I was listening to Jim Quick. He is somebody who's talking about learning and he says that children play a lot and there's so much. They're like, whoa, where did all this energy come from? Where did all this like ideas come from? And it's because um, play is actually very great for um, the creation of and the connection of neurons in your brain. So not only are you doing an amazing service to just your overall uh, lifestyle in general by giving yourself time to just hang out, have fun and enjoy, but also your brain actually expands and grows when you're actively putting in that time for play. And that's something that um, I love that you added to your schedule, actually, yeah. that you prioritize play. Well, um, and I mean, we're all out here for a
1: less... <laughs> I'll, I'll use my hands and do a square motion, but... <laughs> a less square lifestyle and maybe outside of the box and we're all here either we surf or we love nature Mm -hmm. and we're just children at the core of it who (laughs) are never going to grow up in that sense and so we want to prioritize um that in our lives that's probably one of our top things our values and i sometimes i notice the times where i'm very burnt out i've noticed that i don't Prioritize play, mm-hmm. and then when I switch up that little thing, and I'm like, "Huh," I'm reminded again, and mm-hmm. can continue on this creative
0: life. I, I like that you also, um, again, the self awareness is key because I find that for when same thing, when I don't add play into my work life, I feel burnt out. I feel stressed out. I feel that I'm short with myself and people. I'm running around frantically and I just feel like I'm not breathing as much. There's just, there's so much going on in my head. And I'm like, well, I know that there are times when I feel so amazing. And then I'm like, when did I actually stop and give time to myself? Like I would give all of my energy out to all of these people, all of these tasks that I felt were important. Again, everything's neutral, It's just depending on like what meaning we'd love to put into it. But um, when I was just out on the lawn the other day, I took a a break and I was just doing cartwheels on the grass. That's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> it was just something I was like, when was the last time I did cartwheel? I just enjoyed feeling like the soft grass underneath my feet and to be able to just move my body in a way that I haven't in a while. And just immediately I was I was laughing with myself, or just like, oh, so much fun. I was just it, it was really nice, and I when I went back into the bakery, I felt light. Mm-hmm. I felt refreshed. I felt I like it doesn't even, I didn't feel this heavy weight of what do I have to get done? Because again, it's not a have to it's a choose to. Mm-hmm. And um, when you were saying that you felt energized, you felt light, that um, it really goes to show that when we give back to ourselves mm-hmm. and we, um, we take from our overflow, that's what I remind myself, that we're not taking from our cup. We actually, there's like a saucer underneath our cup And that when we, when our cup is full, we, we give out the overflow and that we're always, always full. Mm -hmm.
1: That's a missing piece, I think, for a lot of people
0: is they're taking from their
1: reserve these days. Mm. Um, biggest thing, especially for any creatives is you gotta fill up your own cup. Mm. Yeah,
0: Here, here. Fill up your own cup first.
1: It's yeah. everyone's job
0: to fill up their own cup. Yeah, like on the
1: airplane. It's like when, when emergency happens and the air uh, masks come yeah. down,
0: put on yours first put before on. assisting others. Yeah, because you <laughs> wouldn't be able, you wouldn't be any help to anyone else if you were passed out, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's, a, That's a great metaphor. I love it. I't <laughs> yeah, think about it. Um, I see you have some cards here. Oh yes, I felt inspired. Well, because you are um very much a tarot and astrology person, I thought it would be nice to just um pick a card for us. I love to pick a daily card, anyways. I find it helps me because um intuition is something I like to channel in all aspects of my life, and it's nice to just have something. So even when you're saying you have your um, my that was my yeah. dog's floppy ears in the background. I yeah, she you heard it. the Floppiest ears, <laughs> it's so lovely. Mm-hmm. but um tarot cards just for my own personal love helps me um channel with myself and the universe so knowing that we're all connected to everything and just having something to um see how I'm doing and I find the more I do it the more I like this is exactly what I needed here and again if it resonates it resonates if it doesn't it doesn't but um I would love to so I would like to shake them around I'd love for you to um give them a little touch and turn and if you'd love to pull one as well it's Life on deck and the beautiful weight to it. You know, what I, mean? mm, mm-hmm. I like to shuffle
1: them until one pops out at me. Um, yes. yes. Oh, I love when they pop
0: out. I it's ah. a really, uh, it's a fun feeling. Freedom cards. Oh, I love that. Actually, I picked that one yesterday. The freedom card. Really? Did you? Oh,
1: I, that. That I think that means a- the the energy's residual on it, especially when you know they they come out multiple times. Mm. It's a beautiful woman, and she has moth or butterfly wings with moons above them mm. and um, a furry of animals surrounding her, which are interesting animals, too. She, there's an ostrich, a tiger, a lion, which I very much resonate with. Um, oh, but a little sheep as well. And she's holding, what is this? Some
0: kind of bird? Oh, there are wings. So, um, there are, so there are black wings and there's a, so there's a balance, the black and the white, but there are wings on her wrist to, um, denote that kind of, um, freedom and flow. But this one in particular, so it's funny that we were actually, the theme of nature has been popping up everywhere today. Mm -hmm. So this one is all about freedom and, um, Freedom between the animals. So if we'd like, we can actually read from the card, but from what um, I remember from this card is that what binds all creatures of nature is freedom, that the the chains are not strong enough to keep us down and rather that we um, are able to channel the strength that we have within us, which is again, choice. And so there are butterfly wings, you're correct, that denote transformation. That the um moons on it also means the intuitive nature that we call upon when we are just channeling our inner nature, but also the amount of um animals are that the goddess is pointing out, but instead she um is almost like calling them, and that they 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 circle together in community, but that they are together of their own free will. So the the freedom card is a really really lovely one. And I like that it's, um, that it comes up again today. Man. And yeah, and, yeah can resonate.
1: I, I feel like I'm, I'm building the businesses to allow for more freedom, freedom of movement, mm-hmm. which are uh, the wings and mm-hmm. intuitive business for me is very big too. You know, mm-hmm. even scheduling my week, I don't, I can't even put too, too much blocks in at once. Cause it's intuitively that day. Okay. This is going to get done. But, mm-hmm. but, and also the, um, polarities. I've been working a lot with polarities um, in this season of my life. So that is a reoccurring theme that keeps coming up. And so not surprised it comes
0: up right now. And uh-huh. also, um, because of one circles around nature, um, you read on the back of the tea we're drinking. Oh, yeah. uh, what did it say? Can you read it again? Yeah. Just because it, I know that it has something to do with what we're talking about right now. Well, it's from
1: Vincent Van Gogh. Beautiful. artist himself. If you truly love nature, you will find beauty everywhere.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then right before I was um, I was meditating and listening to, or rather reading, um, I was reading about the law of supply and how nature, um, well, energy cannot be created nor destroyed, and that everything that we demand of life, nature already has for us. And as long as we're able to have the thought for it, um, then it is given that we that there are like it is already here. And we may not be able to see it, but nature definitely has the means to be able to acquire it, to supply it, or to create it from what's already here. So I love that um yeah everything is all ties into one. Oh, like a nice package beautifully well done and I would love to end this on a really high note so is there anything else you would love to talk about anything that comes to mind um I really love this conversation today it was really it was so lovely having you for the first time on the podcast I love that you set it up for us you lit incense we have a beautiful candle going and tea and a Floppy eared dog who's been watching us patiently this entire time. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I always really appreciate your presence, and I mean you're just pure light. <laughs> yes, I <am. laughs> Thank you.
0: Yeah. yeah, I likewise. I think that um you're the, the passion that you do and everything you do is something I'm always inspired by. So thank you so much for just one of being. Perfectly powerful, you, I'll have to say, but also for being um, a very empowering person in the community and not only shining your light just for the sake of shining it, but being able to radiate it in order to help others just realize how brightly they can shine as well. So thank you so much for for being here today. Thank you for having me. I'm honored. <laughs> we'll end with a hug. Wish. Mm-hmm. Thank you to Kim Lecky for being an amazing guest on the Perfectly Powerful You podcast. For those of you who would love even more of her light in your life, I'll include where you can find her in the show notes below. I hope you are as inspired as I am for some of the content shared in today's episode. And if there's anything you'd love for me to touch on in a future episode, Feel empowered to share your ideas in the comment section on whatever platform you are listening to this on. Until then, I hope you guys have an amazing, inspiring day. And I look forward to talking with you all real soon. Thank you all for joining me today because it's my absolute pleasure to be here with you. I'd love to hear your thoughts about today's content and any inspirational words of wisdom you'd love to share. I'd also love if you would leave a five-star review on whatever platform it is you're listening to this on, because it helps in creating even more awesome content. May your day be filled with only love and light, and I look forward to talking with you all real soon.